skill is something that can be learned. It takes it it might be not as easy for some and it might come a little bit easy for some but definitely to become better at something it really takes a lot of effort and sacrifices and grit hey everyone it's me again jay christ and welcome to the another episode of the design live show in episode 78 of tdls i'm sitting down with francis alturas Francis is the co-founder and chief design officer of Abstract Digital, a digital product design agency in the sunny hills of Cebu City, Philippines. He designs interfaces and experiences that are usable and delightful for human beings. He also facilitates design sprints, writes front-end markup, and co-organizes local design events like the UXPH Roadshow, Visual 4, Sketch, and Rival Meetups. He also has worked with people from brands like 500 Startups, Rocket Internet, the World Bank, and the Presidential Communication Office, to name a few. Prior to that, Francis was also a design director at Synth, a startup foundry where he built and mentored his first design team. In his extra time, he loves attending web conferences, mentoring designers, and chasing his three-year-old toddler around the park. In this episode, we talk about his amazing creative journey from ground up, how he was able to transition from being a designer into leading and co-founding his own digital product design agency, how the design methodologies and principles evolve as technology matures for designers, how and why he was able to consistently build enormous things with his passion, the importance of having that grit and growth mindset to be fluid, especially in the innovation and creative space. The misconceptions and notions about looking into people who are better and greater than you. His non-sugar-coated and practical advice on helping the local design community, especially here in the Philippines, and much, much more. So make sure to stick around until the end. And this is really a nostalgic and very, very fun conversation with Francis. And I hope you'll enjoy this as much as I do. And before we hop into this uh, great episode with Francis, please subscribe to any of your favorite podcasting app. The podcast is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting platform. And if you haven't already, please uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I highly encourage to all of the listeners to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So in that way, you are helping me to reach more people and be uh, found on the podcasting ecosystem. So that's it. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. And I'm super stoked. I'm really, really excited because uh, uh, I think uh, I've 
I've been connected with Francis for a few years now. I, I don't know, a few months or a few years, but and I'm trying to get him on the podcast because I think uh, he will add, uh, you know, a ton of value in this podcast, especially for the creative uh, community and for those who want to uh, to have a business as well or into dive in into creative entrepreneurship. So. Francis, man, welcome to the show and thank you so much for accepting my invitation. <laughs> how are you, man? <laughs> hey, dude, how are you? It's been, um, has, was it like uh, two years or a year? I forgot when was the last time we actually uh, got in touch. Uh, yeah, so I'm good, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good as well. So I'm super excited for this talk, uh, you know, I think Tama you're right. Uh, I think uh, half uh, half a year now. I, I can't remember. I, I don't usually remember. You know, when when I add person or <laughs> when I follow person, so I usually try to create meaningful relationship and parang tropa, right? So, alam <laughs> mo naman here in the Philippines. So just to give context in this episode for those who don't know Francis Alturas. So can you share a little bit about? yourself and your business at the moment okay so um hi everyone i'm francis and i run abstract digital which is a digital digital product design agency here in the sunny hills of cebu so basically what we do is we do ui we do ux we do design sprints um we work with a lot of startups we also build some apps and websites. So, yeah. Um, what else? <laughs> gotcha. All right, I think that's it. <laughs> gotcha. So, medyo maingay yung aso namin. So, for everyone who are listening, so alam niyo na. <laughs> Hi, doggy. <laughs> man, and I think I have a lot of questions prepared for you, man. And I, I, Offer, I'll told you that I'll be kind, but uh, maybe I'm thinking a little bit harder for you, right? So make it a little harder. For you. <laughs> no, just kidding. So yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. So, I love hard things. <laughs> no, yeah, that no counts. way, yeah, man. That sounded so wrong. <laughs> no way. Okay, so let's go back to the meaningful conversation. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go back. Let's go back. Okay, Rewind. so. Yeah, rewind. So, uh, when you get started uh, in the design uh, industries, right? So, as a kid, as a Filipino kid, I, I think uh, I always love to hear someone or you know a, a business owner now, and I want I always want to hear his ground up stories. What What's your ground up story growing up in the sunny Philippines? Um, so I grew up here actually. Um, I was born and raised here, and um, it's a, I mean, it's not, it's a small city compared to Manila, and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a close-knit community, like, uh, we almost know everyone, and we see everyone around. Um, growing up, um, uh, I, I was born in a middle class family and you know middle class means you know riding a jeep riding a tricycle 100%. <laughs> playing outside and like um you know trying to save your allowance not by not eating so you can spend it later on the day playing 
computer games or going yeah. out <laughs> going out in the streets uh, play basketballs with a uh, playing basketball with a uh, tricycle drivers or the yeah. drivers <laughs> so yeah we had we i had that kind of thing growing up um but the point when i got into design was actually when i started joining forums i'm not sure if it's a thing that but this was way back um, uh-huh. it was during the friendster era yeah you're so old man <laughs> yeah, i'm too old dude i'm still i'm not really that old um, i'm uh, i'm 29 so yeah. Yeah, well, I know. A little bit young. I'm 18. I'm 18. So. Oh you're, yeah. You're yeah. Too old for I me. mean, you totally look 18. So. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was a very mischievous uh, uh-huh. kid. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents always would tell me, remind me of that, and I, I can even see it in my kid. My kid's also so um, mischievous, and I have this weird thing. I actually dreamt of being a hacker. <laughs> so uh-huh. what I would do is I would actually join this hacking forums. I would look at those pirate how to get pirated software, how to hack people, um, like those uh, keyloggers, um, some brute force, um, crack password crackers, and what I did for fun. I was I, I was a bit of a geek way back when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And sometimes I would actually go into the computer lab and, like, you know, hack my um, the admin, the administration network account. So I get access. I can play games to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And it was in this forums that I joined. We're in there's thing there's this thing they call a signature. Not sure if you're familiar with it. It's like a graphic at the end of. What's that program. signature? A SIG. They call it a SIG. Ah, signature. I'm not familiar so, with it. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, so, what so, is that? Just for context so, to the listeners. All right. So a SIG is basically in this forums. Um, it's like a a small banner of graphic under uh, mm-hmm. every reply to a forum board or to a, or every thread. Mm-hmm. And basically, it it could be like your your online handle. Like my high school online uh, handle was so so corny. Okay. I call it like Dark Side Seventy X. Yeah, it's like an emo uh, code name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was the thing back then. I mean, yeah, for sure. Not I, I, it's nostalgic as well. Uh, I, I think it's great to mention as well that uh, I have a very weird URL handle as well. I think that's a uh, If I can remember correct correctly. That was uh, wounded, uh, wounded heart or something like that. So it's a, it's a, it's a thing right back then. I, yeah. I really guaranteed that. Yeah, yours yeah. way worse, man. But <laughs> yeah. cool, so cool. I kept doing this like um, huh. uh, signatures, and usually it's your favorite game character gotcha. or your favorite like um, artist. And people started like reaching out in the forum, like hey, man, like they were asking me if you could, could you make me a sig? Because actually, uh, they found my signature quite cool, and sometimes I make it into a GIF, so it's kind of animated. So are you, from, what are you using back then? When you dude, that was like uh-huh. I think that was Photoshop. I'm not sure. CS3? Was it CS1? Wow, or, uh, CS1. 
<laughs> yeah, I think you think that was CS1. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. that sounds like ancient uh, tool. <laughs> yes, dude, it's yeah. pretty. It's pretty ancient. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, from there, when friends start to cough, I uh-huh. started actually customizing people's profile, <laughs> and okay. mm-hmm. all of the neighbors uh, they knew me as the guy who would customize their friends their profile so they would like go to my house and they were like hey friends can you like uh, customize my friends your profile i want a profile that has like some background music and they were into basketball so they had it i want Dwayne wade in the back to it, on the background change the yeah. font mm-hmm. change all the colors so that was when i actually started dabbling with uh, css and designing i remember there was a there was an overlay generator where you can actually like cover your whole profile with custom HTML, CSS, and and GeoCities was a thing back then. Uh, have you heard of GeoCities? GeoCity, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, GeoCities. Not uh, not familiar with it. I yeah, I'm yeah. So, very familiar <laughs> with Yahoo Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 Yahoo Messenger. So basically, that was also how we built sites way back. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, how I actually learned, like my entry into like designing uh-huh. for the web was through um, Dreamweaver. Um, it mm-hmm. was it was even uh, under ma- Macro Media way back before they got bought out by Adobe. Uh huh. Yeah, and that was like my first immersion with uh, HTML, CSS, and I didn't really know how to code back then. So after creating the layout there in Dreamweaver, um, it was a uh, it was an era of tables. So every everything was basically tables, uh-huh. and I actually also discovered it was there was this was when I was in moving into college, um, while I was dabbling into Photoshop. Uh, you can actually create websites in Photoshop. That was a thing back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you could create uh, slices and slices. PSD slicing was the thing. And then you can just save the whole thing as an HTML, CSS format. But basically, when it gets exported, it's all images. So those were really fun times. <laughs> yes. So uh, with, regards to the, with regards to that, and I think uh, I don't want to emphasize that you're old, but what's the <laughs> what's the difference now compared to you know what are we using back then compared to right now? Uh, especially, there's a lot of uh, great tools out there, and it's completely you know it's drastically changing every day, right? So every month, what what what's the difference for your insights? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, way back when the web started, uh-huh. there wasn't really uh, web designers. Um, it was all a lot, of, mostly a lot of developers. But probably the first designers were the developers, and eventually, when um, they started to put graphic designers into the web, that's when the first web designers actually used principles from print design. Um, mm-hmm. Principles like the fold. Um, it's from a 
It's actually from the newspaper, the top fold where it's most important, where, where all the most important and compelling information has to be there. Sure. Because mm-hmm. when you try and hang out the newspaper before, that's the thing that could be seen, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so as the web matured, eventually it created its own set of principles because unlike print, the web is fluid. Um, mm. The canvas is not fixed. Um, there are many, the web has so many mediums of consuming it. And so does the medium has evolved. And so has the tools that we're using. So before we were using Photoshop and basically Photoshop wasn't even a tool designed for creating interfaces. I mean, uh-huh. I think it's, it was designed mostly for raster. Um, yes, mm-hmm. graphics. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for raster and I think for editing photos before Lightroom was probably there. And eventually, as the, as the industry matured, tools like uh, Sketch um, came in, tools like um, Envision Studio, and then Figma, and then Adobe XD. And now we have all these different tools that we're, that's just available to us. And it's interesting that how these tools evolve because they, they start to bleed between the different functions of design uh-huh. before these tools were strictly confined into designing an interface. Now they allow you to actually prototype. Others allow you to animate a bit. Um, others allow you to create, I don't know, maybe create a design system out of it. So it keeps on evolving. And the thing about these tools is that it really depends on what your workflow is, what the size of your team is, what, what's the problem or the context of the problem that you're solving for, that would determine which tool actually fits. So, 100%. yeah, those are my yeah, those are my thoughts yeah. about the tools. Hundred uh, percent. Actually, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of ways how you can create your design. Now, uh, if you can see, for those who are listening, if you can observe, you know, intentionally, you'll find that uh, design is more on the uh, multidisciplinarily, you know, what you call that? Is, is, is that the right term? I don't know. So it's <laughs> like uh, you need to have some uh, different uh, methodologies or different understanding with, with print, right? So with uh, digital aspect of it. And I think that's, uh, that's a big advantage if you, if you have that kind of uh, knowledge uh, when you're when you're uh, when we which basically we don't have back then right so, so yeah it's, yeah it's the really web was hard. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah the how the web was like huh. 10 years back uh, so different from where it is now i remember a time when you had i mean the most painful part actually of the web was try to support ie <laughs> that was yeah. really a huge mm-hmm. problem trying to do these hacks and uh, try to support lower versions of it. Uh, I remember I, the marquee, right? Yeah, yeah, the marquee. <laughs> You're, you even have this, um, uh, I'm not sure, but every website used to have a guest book where you can just sign, type whatever yes. message you want. 100%. And you have, you have a site counter on the bottom of the site. 
Yeah. So I think the the uh it's really you know it's really nostalgic for everyone who really nerding out with uh we are basically nerding out about the web. So for those who don't know it, so basically it's it's uh uh for me uh it's a natural progression eh, of the technology and you need to really uh dig dive on uh fundamentals like uh what if you if you can see what Francis uh uh, uh t- told us uh his amazing story so you you can see that there's a lot of uh uh dots that you can connect with uh, with regards to creating your uh UI or you creating your website right so or providing a a smooth experience for your clients or whatever you are uh, uh servicing uh of or whatever industry or especially in the design industry right yeah 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 uh so francis with regards to that you know uh, there's uh, there is uh, uh some enormous uh, experience uh you've shared on that particular timeline of your you know growing up as a kid as a filipino kid and then i find it that you're really passionate about building things right so uh, do, do you think uh it's it's internal or do you have any mentor growing up or well, how how is how is it formed for uh, this passion of you to build or create uh, an experience for your clients and for for especially especially you have uh, a lot of great clients as well i think that's worth mentioning as well yeah yeah <laughs> so um i think um what really propelled me forward was um i mean during high school i was just like fooling around with all this like uh-huh. technology that i see and just playing around it was during college actually i actually didn't expect to be a designer um mm-hmm. i actually wanted to be like an be like a mechanical or electronics engineer and like you know I, I really I really like to be like Tony Stark like building this <laughs> like crazy Iron hardware Man. Iron Man suit yeah. yeah I was so inspired so like I just uh took a computer engineering degree because that was the closest thing <laughs> from what I thought <laughs> about building an Iron Man suit but it turns out slowly as I was there like all this engineering math that I I studied I started to lose interest with the subject. I'm not really sure exactly why. I liked the end result, but I didn't like the process. Like, gotcha. um, it's not yeah, enjoyable. It was, it was, really yeah, gotcha. it was so hard. <laughs> I probably, yeah, probably the, I'm probably one of the worst students there. I spent like almost mm-hmm. um, six and a half years in, in college. Yeah, I spent that long, man. That's mastery. Uh, we call it master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, good thing. Like in between those, uh, within those years, I was actually trying to um, do the, do the hustle and like do some side mm-hmm. jobs. But most of the side jobs that I do was um, all related to the web and yes. designing and graphic design. So it was when I entered college. I had this uh, friend who was like five years higher than me. Uh, shout out to Chris Sibico. So I think he works now in, in PayPal in the Valley area. So mm-hmm. he was a fifth year student. I was first year student. And that was the first time 
I actually saw a MacBook because I was weirded out by this white laptop that's all plastic and has this Apple glowing thing at the back. And I just kept following the guy because I didn't really have any friends. Because, you know, I mean, first day of school, you're like uh-huh. first year student, you don't really know anyone. So I just kept following him in the library and he was working and I was asking him, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm designing. Like, what are you designing? Um, he was designing for like a, a web page, I guess. I couldn't really exactly remember. And I was like, hmm, that's how, that looks interesting. And he was like, oh, um, you want to learn how to do this? I'm like, yeah, sure. So the next day, he actually handed me out like um, some CDs of full of tutorials for like Photoshop, Illustrator. And yeah, I just like grinded, <laughs> watched some of the videos. Some I didn't even finish, but <laughs> I actually learned a lot from it. So yeah. it was there. that It sparked from there. And like when there are like uh, design competitions like in college i mean everyone's uh, most of i mean in the engineering department there aren't really designers so uh i kept winning because <laughs> <laughs> i'm probably the only d- designer in the department so uh yeah and there's 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 actually this weird thing that i i actually love um, just designing my uh, my my PowerPoint slides. Gotcha. And I actually enjoy like teaching. So it was a bit weird because I spend too much time designing my slides and making sure it's understandable and it's perfect. And uh-huh. it, it it was it, it was a bit different. Like I, I mean, I was I was different being there in the class. Um, where everyone was doing the same thing and I was doing like a kind of a different thing and I was focusing mm-hmm. on a different thing. So it was actually very interesting. 100%. And I'm, uh, actually, it's uh, one thing that uh, really interesting about your story is you're really excited to grow, right? So you're really excited to learn, right? So I think uh, uh, that's one thing to, to be really successful in terms of uh, here uh, in terms of the design industry right so you need to be yeah, yeah. hungry and you need to have that grit and growth like you uh, like you mentioned offline right so i think that's really yeah. fantastic way to to really uh, up your game or upskill something up especially for creative aspiring creatives entrepreneurs or creative individuals who want to really pursue designing like francis actually you should really <laughs> be you know i i, I think i have heard a lot of horror stories about uh starting up right so they really dude totally dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, spo- uh, uh imposter syndrome right so fear yeah right? yeah so totally. society or whatever it is right so but uh, one thing that i always advise to them is to uh change the the scary uh, scary feeling into excitement and it uh, everything will fall into places once you do that and uh, i i also apply that when i'm speaking when i'm doing workshop right so it's really really powerful uh you know affirmation i call it affirmation or whatever you call it some mm-hmm. some some guys call it affirmation or uh, a tool to uh, to be excited of what you are doing 
right? So, and yeah, uh, yeah and that's it. That's it, right? So that's the important part. Grit yeah, and it's actually very important, like to for uh-huh. people um, in this industry to adapt a uh, growth mindset. So there's a lot of misconception about looking at people who are already good. Uh-huh. Like sometimes we be, th- there's this bias wherein we think that um, ah this guy is so good at that um, he must be born good at that. Mm-hmm. Like people think that these guys have this innate natural talent already that 100%. they possess. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that skill is something that can be learned. Um, it takes, it, it might be not as easy for some and it might come a little bit easy for some, but definitely to become better at something, it really takes a lot of effort and sacrifices and grit. And <laughs> that is actually like the, how you get better. It's the, it's the belief that your current state right now, it's temporary. It does not define you. Your current state or your current skills or your current level does not define you who you are in the future because you believe that you can grow and you can improve. So that's, therefore, like having a growth mindset, it's so important and having people actually trying to be better grow better i value that a lot more than just looking for people who are um just lazy and talented <laughs> um, <laughs> it's something that won't keep you up in the game the game yeah. that we're we're here for yes. it's not about the most genius guy it's not about most talented guy it's about who's the most adaptable because 100% yeah change so fast and if you can keep up you will definitely get left behind um oh so that's amazing people, man yeah so people who are trying to break into the industry never think that it's too late because 100%. the industry changes so fast um there's a lot of people i know who is a who's actually more younger than me but it's so much that has so much talent to what I've seen in other people who have been longer here in the industry. So yeah, never give up. (laughs) That's, that's really fantastic, man. I think that's really, uh, you know, actionable tips for everyone who are listening right now, especially those creative uh, or aspiring creatives. And I think, yeah, you should really know or be self-aware. Uh, with regards to your growth and you don't need to fool yourself that you know everything right uh, and I think Chris do said uh, that the most powerful uh, thing to said if you don't know anything is just say I don't know right so it's really basic right it's really really simple but uh, you know, like what Francis uh, said we have this kind of notion that uh, uh, we should know everything right so we should uh, uh, compete to the the greatest guy or the biggest guy. So I think that's that's not the game right now. It's yeah. It's it's, really, it's not about yeah. them. It's never yeah, about them. Yeah, 100%. it's always about you. <laughs> so yes, you yes. don't need to compare yourself with others. 
the only person you need to compare yourself with is the version of who you were yesterday. You should ask yourself, what are the things that are different from me from yesterday? Did I actually improve? Did I actually grow? Um, well, that's, that's how you... Growth does not happen overnight. But you can do incremental changes to yourself through your habits, through the things that you do. Um, like, tell me what you do in your free time. I can tell you what you will become in the future. 100%. Yes. 100%. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I think that's really powerful. So, and uh, for those who are listening, make sure you're taking notes, right? So it's it's really applicable <laughs> uh, on this part. And and just to you know, just to highlight, don't be too serious, right? So be serious, but yeah, yeah, definitely, too man. serious, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the process. I right? mean, so, um, yeah, li- li- life's mm-hmm. too short. Hundred <laughs> percent. So man, we uh, I'll I'll just shift uh uh you know shift gear a little bit on this one. So with regards yeah, to sure. you know uh you know you uh, you've mentioned that you are doing workshop now sprints and you are leading a team now. What's what's what are you thinking back then? You know uh, when you're designer to leading a team. So what's the thought <laughs> process on that? How do you overcome? those you know those insecurities to become a leader or to be a to to co-pound abstract and <laughs> co-pound your own agency dude um uh-huh. i think there's always a first time to everything um mm-hmm. i remember doing my first uh demo in front of a client and man i was just stuttering while i was trying to do a demo and like my hands were literally shaking on the screen like it won't oh, stop shit. shaking <laughs> and i was trying to demo an app that i designed in front of a ceo so like pressure was so high on me and i didn't really know what to do i didn't know what to expect but after everything happened i felt a sense of relief i actually realized that hmm i can actually do this so of course, it was so bad. I won't say it was good or perfect. <laughs> it was totally bad. <laughs> but through repetition and just trying to break your limit, that's actually how I develop a little bit of confidence every time. This confidence is just basically doing the same thing. I mean, doing, repeating the thing that you're really not confident about until you became like proficient and confident at it. So eventually, uh, while I was at SIMF, I was actually inspired by a lot of different um, organizations um, who had like a design team and they actually had this things they do in design team, they did reviews, they do like OKRs. Uh, it, it, it wasn't a thing here back then. And I was learning um, through the articles they write in Medium like around 2015. So I started applying these things that I've read and I started actually leading. It's, it's crazy because um, I wasn't appointed like, hey, do this, do that. But I felt 
uh, motivated to do something so we can build something out of what we have here. So we kind of talked with the uh, different designers in the team and we thought about, hey, how about we do these things, like implement this um, OKR thing, do this design review thing. How about let's do um, Friday meetups where we check in on each other? Or how about let's do uh, some one-on-ones? <laughs> so from that, from there on, that's actually when we started to have a strong design culture um, in Civ. Because um, um, when when it started, it was only composed of two designers. It was just me and Dan. Shout out to Dan. Shout out, Dan. <laughs> you yeah. can you can guess it was only guess here as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, we should invite him. So it was just the two of us. Then eventually the company expanded, hired a couple. There were more developers than designers. It was more of an engineering. Um, um, it was more of a dev house. Mm-hmm. So eventually we started hiring designers and we started mentoring them. Um, we started measuring growth, uh, creating some learning paths it was it was really fun it was fun times and that's when i found myself actually leading people so eventually we tried we figured out to ourselves like wouldn't it be nice if we could actually do something for the community because i mean what we have there is really awesome but i think it would be much more awesome if we could impact everyone else around us 100%. so that's when we actually started design <laughs> that's when we started organizing local design events here so i remember um we had a screening of design disruptors um which which was actually made by envision um we started i collaborated with some local designers here too and um, we are self-organized uh, dribble meetups uh, a year after that, we had sketch meetups. I even invited um, Miramark Diaz. Yeah. I think he's mm-hmm. based there in Manila. Yeah. I think so I we met flew him, him all the way yeah. down here in Cebu. <laughs> I met him in a dribble uh, meetup. So, uh, yeah. I think they out actually, man, shout yeah, out. I'm not sure if they. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, Mira. So, um, yeah, we just. What one crazy thing just led to another. So next thing I knew, we um, I was collaborating with uh, Seth Mayol. Um, he's the guy who's behind the uh, Visual Graphic Design Conference here in Cebu. It was the fourth one that he did. Shout out to Seth. <laughs> Shout out, guys. And, um, <laughs> yeah, come and, come um, join in. <laughs> yeah, we should invite him. And the last one, we, the most recent one was the UX. PH Roadshow, uh-huh. which was uh, headed by Aldrich and Jordan. Shout out to those guys as well. Hey guys! Yeah, so they reach out. <laughs> we're dropping so names here. UX community here. <laughs> yeah, so we're um, they. I reached out here with the local UX community, the Cebu XD, and you know we're just planning things out. And it was a really good opportunity for UX to be here in Cebu because. Um, 
a lot of different people from different places in the Philippines coming in here. It's a really wild and good idea. Then they had it in Davao, then they had it in Manila. So it, it was really great, like doing all these things for the community, um, leading um, uh, yeah, so going back to my journey at Surf. So while I was managing like a design team, uh, I was there for like, uh, I think almost six years, like five and a half. And then I just, I wanted to try this, um, you know, that digital nomad life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I actually freelanced. Um, so I quit. Then I freelanced for almost a year. And it was a, it was scary, totally scary for me. It was so different. It was mm-hmm. super new. Um, I didn't what's know what to expect. What's the experience, man? What's what? What's the experience? Uh, it's a bit, it's a bit different because um, mm-hmm. working with a team and people you know, dude, you move uh-huh. super fast because you know everyone. You know the tools. There are yeah. conventions. Um, there are rules. There are. There are standards that we've mm-hmm. built on code and on design, the handoff, everything. And just going into this freelance world wherein I'm suddenly working with teams that I do not know, um, with products that um, I, I haven't heard of. And when you get there, that's when you, you start to learn about what they're actually doing and the process is different. The tech stack is different. Everything is so different. So there's a little bit of, there's a degree of struggle, but also at the same time, there's a degree of excitement because, wow, this is something new, learning something new. But um, it's, it's constantly, it, it's a situation wherein you're constantly trying to um, figure out how you can work effectively with different teams. Um, most of the time, like I end up trying to suggest new tools, like oh, let's use um, Figma because it's good for remote collaboration, things like that. So depending on the nature of the work that I'm doing for these different clients, it changes with the tools that we're using too, or even how we communicate. Like, even the daily check-ins that we do, um, it's scheduled differently when you're working with people in a different time zone. Mm-hmm. So that was super new to me. Um, and it's good because it's not comfortable because being comfortable, that's, that's the last place that I want to be. <laughs> yeah, 100%. There, yeah, there's growth in being uncomfortable. And yeah, I got you. Like being so, so after that, man, yeah. man so sorry to interrupt you. We, uh, after that uh, freelance journey or the, the buzzword nomad on your, on your, on your <laughs> journey on that, uh, what, you, what did you do? Do you form abstract uh, now or on that part? Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, yeah. So the funny thing was, I was um, working with a lot of different people that I know here huh. in Cebu. And I was working on this project with George. Like He contacted me in the freelance gig to work something with him. And 
it was fine. It was fun. Then eventually it got a bit um, frequent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just it was actually a random idea. I just told him, dude, what if we get serious? We do this seriously. Like, what if we actually <laughs> set up shop and set up a team? And he's like, hmm, that's actually interesting. Let's do it. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. we talked over coffee and like, we figured we were talking, okay, let's do it. So what's the name? I'm like, uh, we were throwing out random names and um, we did this in five minutes. And I was like, how about abstract? Like, all right, I like it. All right, let's do uh-huh, it. Moment, so, right? <laughs> yeah. So we called it abstract and I didn't want it to be confused with that sketch versioning tool. So uh-huh. I just called it abstract digital. But gotcha. a lot of people call it abstract. So yeah um what's the big why uh, when you when you started that it's 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 just uh you know there's uh there's a need for your for your services or for the for the clients you serve uh, you serve yeah so so we realized that um Cebu is a rapidly developing city and a lot of the businesses here which is the traditional business um, the brick and mortar business. They're trying to innovate. Gotcha. Because, um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of this, um, you know, the uh, the online uh, shops are getting a lot of market share from the traditional physical shops. Um, people don't want to get left behind, and they wanted to innovate. They wanted to digitally transform their processes, how they do things, or perhaps improve the uh, experience that their customer that they, the, their customer would have um, in their products or in their shops. So we saw this need and we figured out, well, nobody's like mm-hmm. doing digital product design here in Cebu, ah, like, like cool. focusing on that. Mm-hmm. Most of the shops here you see in Cebu, most of the companies I see are outsourcing and uh-huh. it's not, they're mostly serving companies uh, outside for a good reason because, uh-huh. I mean, it's a, it's a good, you know, Cebu's really a good Good for the economy, right? Place. Yeah, it's also good for the economy. But I see this gap for the local and 100%. I see this mm-hmm. opportunity. Yeah. So, um, I so actually, mostly of your clients yeah. made, uh, mostly of your, uh, sorry. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we're back. <laughs> so mostly of your clients is, uh, uh, what percentage with locally, like with the Cebu, so you do digital transformations for their brick and mortar business, right? Mm, yeah, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. We're mostly focused on building digital products. And if part of their digital transformation is actually um, building apps or websites or web apps, then it that could be part of it. So... Gotcha. Uh, uh around the clients um we started mostly local it's crazy <laughs> wow so um cool. yeah and uh 
I think it's really I owe it all to the good people here mm-hmm. that um, um, knows me and you know trust in the things we do, even though we're crazy. Yeah. And eventually, word started getting out. Um, we started collaborating with people outside the country. So we actually had a client from. Um, it's a startup backed by Rocket Internet. So if you're familiar with those guys, they uh, fund a lot of startups. Uh, they're a VC firm. So, so similar to Y Combinator, mate? Yeah, right. yeah. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. I think Y Combinator, I'm not sh- sure if, I think, yeah, I think they're pretty similar. Gotcha. Although Y Combinator is more of an accelerator. I'm not really sure, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. it's similar to a uh, 500 startups. Um, they look, they see, they seed startups. Uh, they release gotcha. um, like Series A, B funding, and then they incubate some of the startups. Uh, I'm not really sure how exactly it worked for them, but basically that's the idea. So yep. we're working mm-hmm. with a startup with them. And eventually, that led to a whole different um, wave of projects, like mm-hmm. from wow. other people as well. So it ha- it's kind of like a ripple effect happening over there, yes. and that's that's when the number of clients we had it's not totally local now. So. A good mix actually gotcha yeah I, I think uh that's really great because uh you're putting a lot of uh, great stuff there and you should pay yourself as well as well right so and i think uh it's 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 really worth it uh, you know the w- hard work and uh, the grit and uh, growth mindset really paid off <laughs> right yeah 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 i mean yeah, definitely um definitely we, we, we love yeah, we love the local peeps here. Um, we created an app. I designed an app for a local coffee shop. Uh, uh, it's called Tightrope. Uh, we work with a, um, a health delivery. I, not really a health delivery. It's rather a food delivery service, which delivers like really healthy food like calorie counted uh-huh. called diet in the box. Uh, it's like a cloud um, kitchen. They call it cloud kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Like a cloud kitchen. We uh, designed their landing page. Or Another buzzword. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So yeah, yeah um, so, sorry to interrupt yeah, you, mate. It's so, really evolving. Uh, yeah, gotcha. Sorry to interrupt you. So um, let's let's move forward to the to the next level, right? So uh, I think uh, right. you've mentioned a lot of great stuff. Your growth is enormous, right? So it's, and I'm really excited for you and super looking forward for all of the things that you are making right now as a co-founder of Abstract as well. What's the, you know, if you if you go back with your roots or with your, uh, you know, uh, if you're just getting started and just to just to give, uh, decent advice for your younger self. What's what would you say? Oh, you should totally not listen to me. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the best advice I'm that like, I've heard so far. I'm, I'm the last person uh, you should be asking for advice because I I can't even like. Uh, I, yeah. 
I'm a bit crazy, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I think seriously, that's, that's made um, you amazing, man. So that's really great. <laughs> Everyone needs a hint of craziness in them, but um, uh-huh. I I didn't exactly like I didn't know I would be right where I am right now. Um, you cannot connect the dots looking forward, but looking back, all the things that happened to me, all the journey, the journey that I've been, the the pain, the suffering, the the good things, the bad things, the highs and the lows. It it made me understood that those were necessary to be where I am right now. And sometimes we need to trust our gut feeling. Like, I didn't know that my curiosity uh, dabbling in those um, ancient web technology would actually lead me to my interest in doing um in designing and building for the web i didn't i didn't know that um my interest in designing the uh my presentations in college actually came handy when i got into the real world like i didn't know that the the early days where i was trying to where i was just trying to um fix computers and like reformat and like all these random things like they wouldn't make sense um that i would arrive to where i am but somehow all these things were very instrumental to this career that I have. Like, there was no course for product design. Like, there wasn't even a college for that. Uh-huh. And I was doing, fortunately, I was doing design while in a very technical, in this, I mean, in a very technical um, course, which allows me to find um, synergy between them like a good balance of technical and creative um, and craziness. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So <laughs> it you you can only trust your gut, and you need to believe that somehow these things that you're interested in will lead you to a better place that would eventually become your career or your profession. And that's how you become happy with whatever it is that you're doing. So don't be struck by dogma. Um, Whatever people tell you that "Ah, you should do this, you should do that. Yes, there is a degree of taking this feedback from others. But it should never silence the inner voice that you have in your heart. So whatever it is that you're passionate about, um, try to figure out what are the things that you're good at, what are the things that you're passionate about, 
and what are the things that you can make an impact on and if you have something that has a combination of these three things you'll be fine and you'll be happy <laughs> yeah 100% that's really amazing man and i think uh, uh, we can wrap up that the show because of that really heartwarming and really powerful you know advice for for the listeners <laughs> Right. And I think that, uh, I just want to highlight uh, those uh, things that you've mentioned. And I think it's really important that you embrace the unknown. So for those who are listening, uh, uh, basically what Francis uh, mentioning is to really uh, trust the process and embrace the unknown. Uh, the unknown. You don't need to uh, learn everything at once. Uh, 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 yeah, there's, exactly. uh, there's things that I called in-time learning. Right? So you can learn what you need to learn in that particular level. So if you don't need the business side of it, just you know, just stick with it at the for the meantime, and then and then grow from it. Right. So it's really really interesting, man. Thank you so much for sharing yeah. that. Yeah, and that's really really fantastic. And uh, uh, I think uh, before we wrap up the show, uh, just to uh, just to give uh, them. Uh, some pointers if if they want to uh, to provide value to the community. I think you've you've mentioned that you are doing great things in the community. Uh, what your what what's your best practical advice for them? Oh, my best practical advice. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I would it would it would it wouldn't be an advice. Uh, <laughs> I would probably give people a heads up. So yeah, it's too. a lot of work. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, Sometimes you'll have to shell out your own money. <laughs> Sometimes uh, you'll have to shell out, trade a little bit of your work time or family time. Um, but it will make your soul full. <laughs> if you're that kind of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the community, they, they, will, they will reciprocate it back to you in some ways you do not know. You will never know. So yes yes good yeah. yeah it's good really cool uh thanks man again once again i want to thank you atan for dropping by on the podcast and for those who would like to know more you about your works and what are you doing right now or about your business abstract where they can find you or if they have any questions they can uh, where what's the best social media channel that they can reach you out oh um you can actually reach me on Twitter. I'm mm-hmm. a little bit semi-active there. Um, my handle is Francis Alturas. And um, you can add me on Facebook. I just usually reply if you, uh, anyone has questions. Um, you can visit our uh, abstracts um, dribble. So you can go to dribble.com slash made by abstract. And um, uh, website it's gonna be released by next month so Ooh, exciting <laughs> <laughs> yeah so not sure if i should announce the current one <laughs> but i'll keep Abstract. it on hold okay cool. dot th <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will add it uh, in the show notes so yeah no worries i'm gonna 
I'm gonna put it down right now and put my face in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Francis Alturas. Yeah, cool. Uh, that's it, guys. For those who are listening, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or whatever app you are using right now, just scroll down and you will see all the links that we've mentioned in this podcast episode. And if you uh, need to go back for all the great episodes, including this with Francis, just go to the designlifeshow.com. That's the designlifeshow.com and you will see all the great episodes, including this, uh, this episode I did with Francis. So thanks again, Francis. Mate, say thank you so much, thanks, bro. Man. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, awesome. we did it. <laughs> so grateful to be here. Yay! <laughs> we should do one more time while we're drinking or while For we're sure. Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so that's All it. Right. Thank you again, man. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. All right. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening, especially for all the supporters who contribute monetarily. And I just want to let you know that it really means the world to me. With that being said, there are a ton of people asking me on how to support this podcast. So here's how. Number one is you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So in that way, you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem. Second one is you can take a screenshot of this podcast and share to your friends, colleagues, or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of content. Third one is you can support the podcast monetarily by visiting jchristteves.com forward slash donate. That's jchristteves.com forward slash donate or patreon.com forward slash tdls. And the last one is by listening to all the podcast episodes. However, if you support my message, that's more than enough and it means the world to me. So thank you so much.